Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Welcome back to the Secret Place podcast. I'm your host, Akash, alongside my beautiful wife, Miriam. And we're so excited that you're joining with us today. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Yeah. Um, to everyone who's given us so much feedback and support. We appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, no, thank you for bringing us along to your Christmas shopping if you're getting that done right now <laughs> or, you know, if you're in the car or wherever you are right now, we're, we're super excited to be there with you. So um, thank you for tuning in. And babe, first year, year one. Year one Christmas. Oh man, it's been, it's been so special already, but we're still like only a few days away from Christmas. We're still not in it yet. I know. Like we still got so many things to do this weekend. I'm excited. Yeah. I love the rush of Christmas. I love feeling like we're booked and yep. busy and we're running around. I love it. I love it all. Yeah. We got our ornament. We got our tree. <laughs> we got all these different traditions that we're trying to figure out throughout this year. Um, what we're going to be doing Christmas Day because that's going to be our day. That's our day. Yeah. yeah. Christmas Eve is with your side of the family. And then after Christmas, we're going to my side of the family. Yeah. But Christmas Day is our day. I know. It's going to be fun. Little what Christ- do you think the vibe is going to be? I think it's going to be really cozy. Oh, definitely cozy. Just like PJs and... Christmas PJs, Christmas breakfast, and Christmas when cartoons. When he says Christmas breakfast, he means Christmas tree-shaped pancakes. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Christmas tree pancakes, hash browns, just the works. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) just going to be chefing it up in there. And, you know, we're going to be watching some Christmas cartoons, some vintage. Yeah. Like 1940s type vintage. I grew up watching Christmas cartoons with my family. Yeah. Like just like the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Jack Frost specials. But I also we talked about how we wanted to t- um, how we wanted to watch the Christmas story on the Chosen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's gonna be really good too. I think that came out like a few years ago. I think they're doing a new one too or something, right? I don't know, but I don't know. The Chosen is it, we watched. We started watching it again last night. Yes, we started watching it yeah. because hello, we should be watching it. <laughs> yeah, a little Christian uh, Christian TV. Yeah, so it was fun though. It was a good episode. Good, good first episode. I think it's going to be fun to watch going forward. But um, yeah, a lot of stuff to be excited for for Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Jesus is the reason of the season. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Put the Christ back in Christmas. There you go. Amen to that. But today is going to be super exciting. We got um, a topic of identity. Yeah. Yeah. It's a heavy conversation. Yeah. And honestly, um, thank you for all the feedback from last week. Um, testimony episode like that was scary. <laughs> that was, you know, hard to get vulnerable and talk about it on a platform like this. But um, we've definitely seen the fruits of it. And it's led to this week's episode, too. Yeah. So talk about it, babe. What, why, why, why are we talking about identity today? All right. So while we were preparing for this, I mean, our testimony episode, we realized that a big theme, a big thorn in our life was identity. Yeah. The both of us were just fighting for our life trying yeah. to put our identity in different things um in different crowds in what people said or what we thought based yeah. off of numbers performance all of that and it's just such a universal struggle that we all have i think it's something so, so like so it's so human of us to struggle with an identity or yeah. put our identity in a relationship a career um, our looks, our popularity, popularity, yeah. followers, and 
all the things that really are not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Like you always say, like so fragile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, we thought just to bounce right off of our testimony, identifying that it was a big theme of identity issue. Yeah. Here we are to combat that with knowing our identity in Christ. Yeah. And I think like something that was really cool that when I was studying um, over this week, kind of like just going through um, my read the Bible in a year plan I'm kind of doing right now. Um, I just finished reading about uh, Gideon this past week and it took me back to a conversation that Moses had with God back in Exodus three, where God has met him in this place in a burning bush. And Moses was on the run after being, you know, called a murderer for trying to defend um, a Hebrew uh, person. And he's on the run. He's isolated. He's far away from everybody. And I can only imagine the things that, you know, Moses was telling himself that he is in that moment. Right. Um, But what I love about this in in Exodus three, God has a plan and a purpose for Moses. Like he has a opportunity for him to lead his people out of the oppression that they've been facing through the Egyptians. Yeah. Right. And God meets him in this place. And he says that, um, I have indeed seen the misery. This is Exodus, uh, chapter three, verses seven, where it says, the Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers and I'm concerned about their suffering. So I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And so he says to Moses in verse 10, he's like, so go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites out of Egypt. And like, imagine that moment, like you're in isolation, you're hiding because there's people after you because you're a murderer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, Moses has been wrestling with this for for some time now. And God is meeting him in this place. And he says back to God in verse 11, he's like, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And I love this verse because this verse is what really drew, drew my attention because it was the same Um, conversation that God was having with Gideon in Judges chapter 6. God says in verse um, 12 here, he says, I'll be with you. And I feel like that is the most freeing response you can get from God. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And what I love going forward is, you know, God then reveals who he is to Moses. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the process. Moses is still trying to figure out who he is. He's been called a leader. He's been called this great, wonderful person that's going to free the Israelites Mm -hmm. out of oppression. Yet he's still wrestling with the labels that he's put on himself through the circumstances that we go through in life. We've all had difficult circumstances, difficult situations that we walk through. We've all had hills. We've all had valleys. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And in this moment, God is trying to reveal who he is. And he says to him in verse um, verse 14, God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. And I think this is so cool because he lets him know that I will be whatever you need me to be 
mm-hmm. in your situation. Literally. You know yeah. what I mean? And that was so freeing for me because later on you can see in Judges 6 that the angel appears to Gideon who's again in the same place. Mm-hmm. He's scared. They're in oppression. The Midianites are ruling over the Israelites and everybody's like, where's God? He hasn't shown up for us. Mm-hmm. Where is he from the days in Egypt when he was taking care of us? And, you know, he, he led us out of that and he, and he, and he broke our chains and all that kind of stuff. And the angel says to Gideon, who's hiding in a wine press, threshing wheat, he says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. This is Judges 6. Yeah. And I was just so baffled by that, that when he came to Gideon, the first thing that he says is the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. He establishes to him that you are a mighty warrior. And Gideon was also like, who am I? Like, I'm the least in my clan. I'm the least, um, I'm not the person for this. You know what I mean? He says it here in Judges 6, um, verse 13. He says, pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. Um, but if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders? And our ancestors told us that about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. And then the Lord said to him, go on the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord. How can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. Yeah. And that's crazy because that's where his identity is. His identity is in his shortcomings. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about last week too. It's like so much of our identity is wrapped up in our shortcomings. It's so like natural for us to yeah. just result to that. Yeah. And like that becomes our default. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of the most freeing things that we see is that in the process, God is just asking for our obedience. Yeah. And along the way, he will bring to pass the mighty warrior. He will bring to pass the leader in you. He'll bring to pass all these things mm-hmm. if you're obedient to see where he's going to take you along the way. So these are some things that I was reading over the last week that I was like, wow, like this is pretty special in terms of like how God shapes our identity mm-hmm. along the way. And he strips us back like mm-hmm. he literally strips us back, takes away all the labels all the things that we put on ourselves and he's like no like i'm gonna speak to you from your potential mm-hmm. not speak to you from your current position yeah. you know what i mean he's always okay. calling us higher yeah. so i think that was really special and um yeah i think it's just it's stuff like that where it's really been helping me in terms of like my identity and yeah. staying rooted in that too so what i really love about moses's story is that instead of God telling Moses who he was. He could have said, Moses, you're that guy. Yeah. Moses, you're you're amazing. You're yeah. gonna like what a big calling. Yeah. And he could have hyped Moses up, but what he did instead was he told Moses who he was. Yeah. He told Moses, I am who I am. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at with my studies, with identity, with my heart posture, with knowing yeah. who I am personally in my own life. I struggled with identity for such a long time. And I remember like we were, I think, dating and you would try to speak life into me and remind yeah. me of who I am. Yeah. And 
and I would do the same thing. I would write all these verses down. I am loved. I'm yeah. chosen. Yeah. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm flawless. Um, but it was not helping. Mm-hmm. Like it was good. And I encourage you to wrap your mind in these scriptures and remind yourself of who, yeah. yep. you know, what God says about you. Yeah. But what I realized is that if I don't believe who God says about him, how am I going to believe what he says about me? Yeah, no, that's good. I like that. And like, you will start to understand who you are through him. And a story that makes me like, it just clicks in my mind right away is Matthew 16 verses 13. Yeah. So this is where Jesus takes the disciples to, I'm totally going to butcher the name. I think it's called, Caesarea Philippi. Yeah, go for a girl. There you go. <laughs> yep. And I'm going to read it real quick. So verse 13, it says, when Jesus called the area of Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples, why do you people say, who do people say the son of man is? Yeah. And they answered, some people say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah, or some people say one of the prophets. Yeah. He said to them, but who do you say I am? And Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus replied to him and said, You are blessed, Simon, son of Jonah, because the flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven did. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. Yeah. And I was like, wow. First of all, another huge calling. Yeah, yeah another way god answered peter immediately and told peter who he was Mm -hmm. as soon as peter confirmed who jesus was as soon as he confessed who jesus was and knew in his heart jesus right away then gives peter his identity calls him by his name and gives him his purpose and calling yeah and i thought that was so important that's so good i thought that was so I was like, of course, of course, I will know who I am when I know who my God is. Yeah. How can I know what he created if I don't know my creator? And so I went into this like spiral. Like I was up last night till three o'clock. Yeah. (laughs) um, Really trying to understand and digest um, what what really what it really means to have an identity in Christ. Yeah. And why it's so important for us to know who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. And now this story is written in three different books. It's written in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And in Matthew is the only time where Jesus' replies is documented. And I mean, that's just like the mystery of the gospels. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. I love that we have to dive into all the chapters to know the full story. But Yeah, that's so good. Um what I really take away from this story is that we need to know God first. And then after that, Jesus will tell, or God will tell us who we are. Yeah. And I could tell you to write a list of exactly what I did of all the verses that God says about you to have, you know, um, affirmations of who you are in Christ and, um, what God says about you. And again, so important. I encourage that, write it on sticky notes, stick it all around their house. I used to write them, and stick them on my mirror at home. Um, But now I would encourage you to write a list of who God says he is. That's really good. Like write a good perspective. Yeah. 
I, like, babe, you did this. I yeah. remember you had, but like, what did you do? Tell them. Honestly, like, yeah, in my, in the first Bible I ever had, um, I spent a lot of time walking through, um, the names of God. And like, there was like a challenge where, um, on Google, I was just typing in like the name, like just who's God, who God is, like, yeah. what's his character? Like, yeah. what, what's he, what's he all about? And, you know, there was this link that took me to a page that was like, um, for all the alphabets that we have, like there was a, there was a characteristic of God. And I wrote that down on like the front of the, like one of the first pages of the Bible. And also another thing that was super helpful was, you know, learning about what God said about his prophecies and what he said about the coming of, um, the things that he's like bringing to pass. Like all these things were good things to know about for God's character and who he is and just how great and how active he is in everyday decisions. Like every yeah. single moment that we have, he's, he's active. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just important. It's like important to know who your God is. Yeah. Like if I've learned anything in my walk with the Lord, it is to know the character of God, Yeah. to know who he is, to know, to have a relationship with someone like having a, like when you, get in a relationship you need to know who this person is for sure before you get into a relationship with them. for sure yeah and so with having full confidence in who he is i know that i can be confident who i am yeah why because he was so gracious enough to leave the holy spirit with us mm -hmm. we were made in his image we were made in his likeness yeah like jesus lives in us the holy yeah. spirit lives in us we have a light in us and to not understand that and to not believe that yeah is an is an injustice to yourself yeah and to people around you and if you really believe god is god and if you really believe he's the lord of your life and the savior of the world you will believe who he says he is yeah and um after that you need to believe that he lives in you mm -hmm. galatians 2 10 says it is no longer i who lives but christ who lives in me yeah yeah and knowing that I have this light in me, knowing that the Holy Spirit lives in me, I know that I hold a great value. Yeah, yeah. My confidence is knowing that I know who Jesus is, I believe what he says he is, and I believe what he says about me. Yeah, I love that word confidence. Like, I feel like, you know, it's so hard to be confident in these days, like there's so many things that we put our confidence in yeah. that we just like, we sometimes neglect that our confidence should be like how you just said in our God yeah, and who he is yeah, in his character. And ultimately from that, we'll be able to live out our calling. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Once we establish that relationship, once we establish that foundation, there's no telling what God's going to do through you right. after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a scripture that I wanted to kind of just hit in line with that was in Ephesians 2.10. Um, it says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And it, it was this whole thing that took me back to Moses and Gideon. Like, the assignment was there, prepared for them. Like, the assignment was there for Moses to lead Israel out of oppression. Yeah. The assignment was there for, you know, Gideon to fight with 300 men against an army of tens and tens and thousands. Right. Mm -hmm. And what was important was they identifying 
that the same God who is like, I am with you is the same God that empowers us to do these great works. Right. So I think like that word confidence really does stem from that early foundation of identifying who our God is and figuring out that he is the great I am. And how awesome and how like, how cool is it when you tell someone who you are, you say, I am so-and-so yeah like god is before you yeah yeah, yeah. like whoever you are god is still before you yeah like you know i am a daughter i am a sister a wife a friend but god comes before all titles yeah that's so true and i think like that's where the power of our words are so essential yeah you know what i mean like how we're talking about ourselves yeah like how are we how are we identifying ourselves yeah how dare you say god is a failure <laughs> god is ugly <laughs> yeah no no no. but that's but seriously, that though, is true though yeah. i think that's that is important because i think that's something that i had to focus on and kind of like fix my perspective on a little bit yeah. where i'm like every time i identify myself with those words of like i am mm-hmm. i'm not making an absolute statement like i'm not making right. a, a final statement of like you know i am a failure yeah. You know what I mean? I'm feeling, I can feel, yeah, we're all going to feel things. Yeah. I'm feeling like a failure, 100%. We're all going to feel those things. But to make an absolute statement and kind of be like, okay, that's the label that I'm going to put on myself being like, no, I am not worthy. Mm-hmm. That's that's a hard, that, that's a hard kind of hole to dig yourself out of, yeah. right? So I think like being very careful with how you use words, because we know that they do hold weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like things that you feel in your heart, they will come to the surface. Yeah. So it's kind of like in that secret place with God, you know, you're speaking to him about who he is and giving him praise and glory for that. But then you're also taking that time to be like, okay, this is who you've called me to be. Yeah. I'm going to speak that over myself in faith. Mm-hmm. You don't have to feel it in the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to be like, I am a mighty warrior when you're facing a, bi- a battle that has kicked your butt. Mm-hmm. But by faith, we say all these things, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's a good kind of practice to have to push you out of a rut sometimes. What is one thing like in your past that you've really struggled with? Like what is one identity that you've always struggled with to like combat or, um, you know? I think for me, like one of the biggest things that I've always felt was like I am unworthy. You know what I mean? That makes me sad, babe. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just, it's just real though. Cause like, like even not even like in my past, like even right now too, like there are moments like where I catch myself being like, who am I to do this? Like, I don't have the experience. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have any of that. You know what I mean? And I think like, that's something that I had to wrestle with because again, when I think about these things, I always put myself above God. Right. You know what I mean? And his capability. Yeah. So I always put my perspective or my perception above God. And something that I had to train myself to think about and something that I had to come to terms with and accept is God's grace in this way of like, he did everything that he could Mm -hmm. to get me in the position that I'm in. Yeah. And he didn't do that by accident. He did that with purpose. Right. So if God has brought me to this place... There is a reason for it. Mm -hmm. And it also means that if I'm standing in this opportunity, if I'm standing in this position, he's placed inside of me the things that I need to make it happen. 
Mm-hmm. Again, what's the biggest thing we just talked about? The Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. If we are not taking time to sit down in our secret place with the Holy Spirit and let him speak life over us, he is our intercessor. He intercedes for us mm-hmm. on behalf of God. Yeah. So he will speak to us from the lens of how God sees us and how God instructs us. So having that time to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to you in terms of like who you are, what you're capable of, and to know that you got to humble yourself sometimes. Like, who am I to exalt myself over the powers of God? Right. And I think that's something that I've struggled with where I'm like, I'm unworthy. But at the end of the day, it's Christ who's made me worthy. He did the job. He finished the work. Yeah. Now I'm just living in the fruit of it. I'm living in the blessing of it. I'm living in the freedom. Yeah. There's just no way like we can carry the burden of our sins. No way. Like we just can't. Like there's only God can hold the glory and only God could hold the weight of our sins. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, What about you, babe? What's like, what's something that I want to ask you the same question? Like what are some things that you've kind of like identified yourself with or wrestled with in a way that even your pastor, even right now? Well, you know that yeah. like I've struggled a lot with my identity yeah. my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> my entire life. I wanted to be anyone but myself. Yeah. And that's because obviously I didn't know um, what it meant to have a relationship with God, what it meant to be having your identity in Christ. Yeah. So I was this, that, and the other. And um, I shared a lot. I share about that a lot in my testimony. But um, I have always associated myself with my past like always Mm -hmm. my bondages my sins the things i've said the things i've done like all of that yeah i just never thought i was able to go past that yeah um i was never able to see myself as pure and chosen and loved and all the verses in the bible like i never saw myself like that it was so hard for me to like deem myself worthy yeah and then i had to be very humbled and realize that i'm never gonna deem myself worthy only god the redeemer yeah can do that for me that's good and i really had to like study about holy spirit like mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. study about identity and holy spirit and knowing that like the holy spirit lives in me like god did not leave me alone he left me with the holy spirit and to talk badly about myself yeah and my body and I'm a girl and I played sports growing up and yeah. I struggled with body image yeah. my entire life. And like, just like insecurities, like we all face them. Like whether we find our worth in our job, the amount of money we have, yeah. um, the growth of our business, mm-hmm. um, our looks, like all of it, we all struggle with that. Yeah. It's something that we all will actively struggle with our entire life. Knowing your identity in Christ is an active practice. Yep. It's an intentional practice that you have to wake up every single day and remind yourself of who your God is. Talk about it. That's so and good. And I sit here and I sometimes forget. I might fall into insecurities. Like, I still do. I literally yeah. come to you, boohoo, and I'm like, Bubby, I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. <laughs> and you speak life into me and I have to, like, step away. I have to spend time with God. I have to remember that, like... I am not alone. Yeah. God is with me. God yeah. is within me. Yeah. Um, there's this verse in um, First Corinthians, and it goes, um, "Do you not know?" Sorry, First Corinthians six nineteen and twenty. 
do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are, you are your own. You are brought, sorry, you are not your own. You were bought at a price. So the glor to glorify God in your body. Yeah. And I have to live in that verse. Yeah. I have to understand that again, it is not I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Mm -hmm. And with that comes a value that with that comes, um, like talking about the price, like I am bought by the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a reason why I am set apart. There's a reason why I'm going to feel all these things. Mm -hmm. Like God did not say life's going to be easy. There is not one time where God's like, you are going to be, thriving and living your absolute best yeah. life he said listen like you are set apart you yeah. are going to be different you are going to lose friends people are going to hate so true you. so true um but trust in me mm -hmm. know who i am know that after all of this i am still with you in this i am still with you yeah and like that helps me so much knowing that the same holy spirit that rose jesus from the grave and brought him back into his heavenly place, knowing that the same Holy Spirit who gave the disciples the power to baptize thousands of people, the same Holy Spirit that gave Peter the ability to resurrect Tabitha yeah, yeah, yeah. lives in me. Yeah, amen. Like so good. the same Holy Spirit that resurrected <clears throat> Jesus is in me. So good. And that's my identity. <clears throat> I know that the light of Jesus lives in me. Yeah. And I think like, one thing that you said earlier that really stuck with me was when you were saying that when you're struggling with your identity, you wanted to live in a different like perspective than your own personality. Like you wanted people to see you any other way than yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause like, I feel like that's a real thing. Yeah. Like we want to like, if we're not solid in our identity and like, if we're not content with who God's made us to be in all of our perfections and all of our flaws, like, there's no peace in that when you're trying to strive to be someone else. Oh my gosh. It's you know what I mean? So, like it's bondage. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no freedom. There's no peace in that. And we know that the spirit of God lives within us. We've talked about that. And so where the spirit of God is, there's freedom. Amen. So wherever we see ourselves, um, trying to, again, this might be for somebody out there that's trying to, you know, fit in with the crowd that needs you to be someone else other than who your heavenly father made you to be. This is, this is, this is for you to be like, okay, like, why am I changing myself for the, the, you know, to please other humans? Why am I, why am I changing yeah. myself and hating myself for that? Like, yeah. you know, we never, we never act differently from who God called us to be and then be proud of ourselves. We're always like, man, I shouldn't have done that. Man, I shouldn't have said right. that. So true. Man, I shouldn't be hanging around those people because I know that's not me but these are the only people I got. So yeah. I'm gonna keep doing it. We never feel good about it. That's not freedom, yeah. right? So I think again, like how you're saying there too, not only do you need to have that time in your secret place with God and identify that, but get some people around you that will love you for who you are. I yeah. feel like that is the biggest blessing that you could have in your life. If you have one friend in your entire life that loves you for who you are, that is better than 10 friends that are, you know, trying to get you to do certain different things to get you to like them or whatever it is. Yeah. Like if anybody's asking you to be different than how you've been created to be, I'm telling you, it's not worth it because we've all done that. We've yeah. all been there. I've been there. 
that <laughs> like I've, <laughs> I've done that. And some of the people that I've hurt is like, is right here next to me. Like trying to act so I trying to act like someone I'm not to be around people that I just wanted to fit in with led to, you know, this amazing woman of God being hurt mm. by me. <laughs> and like, it was not, it's not good. Like you don't, you don't ever be proud of those things. So I think that's something that I just wanted to like encourage someone with too. like find some people around you that will speak life over you and that love you for who you are. Cause yeah, so we true. all want you to be yourself. Yeah. Period. And like, listen, Christianity is not normal. It's not natural. It's supernatural. Um, Amen. Dang. <laughs> wow. Okay. But if you are feeling isolated, if you are feeling like you are not fitting into the culture, yeah, to society, to what's normal nowadays, man, this world is so poisonous to our minds yeah. and to our spirits and to our bodies. And if you feel like I'm losing friends, I I'm I can't relate to a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Please know that you are doing the right thing yeah like you are on the right path you are set apart one thing i love about paul paul so is good. my favorite character in the bible in a lot of his um letters in the beginning in the introduction he always says i am paul i am set apart and i love that yeah he knows who he is he goes on in his ministries preaching the gospel in different areas half of the time in prison yeah and he knows who he is yeah even though people are hating him even people are trying to beat him down and trying to like send people to kill him he yeah. knows who he is so true life is not going to be easy for you as a christian but it is so rewarding knowing yep. what comes after this amen so good it is so freeing to know that there's a god holding all your sins there's a it's so freeing to know that there's a god that's going to overlook everything you've ever done and still use you yeah and have a perfect plan yeah peter literally again t we talk we hear in the bible right now in that verse that i talked about matthew 16 that peter is the rock that yeah. god's gonna build his church yep what a humongous calling Moses. Yeah. Going back to the place that he doesn't want to go back to mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. he was running from mm -hmm. to free a generation of people. It's crazy. And they were like scared. Yeah. So true. It's going to be scary. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. Walking your identity. Yep. It's going to be hard. Yeah. You're not going to want to do it. Yeah. But trust who's in you. Trust who's with you. Trust That's who's so fighting for you. Yeah. There is a God and he, there is a living God Yeah. and he wants to be in a relationship with you more than ever. Yeah. He wants you to know who you are, not knowing who you are and walking in this world feels naked to me. Yeah. 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 You not knowing the truth of who your God is or who you are is, is walking naked outside in the world and being like, Hey, I'm ready for the day. Are you really though? Yeah. <laughs> are you really though? Yeah. You don't even know yep. the first thing about who you are. Yep. A lot of that's going to influence your decisions. Like every, every decision you make throughout your day, if you are making those decisions based off of your identity in Christ, they're always going to produce life. Right. They're always going to be fruitful. Yeah. But if you're not, some of those decisions are not going to be so fruitful and so life-giving. Some of them will be sinful and like they will lead to death. 
right? Not yeah. physical death, maybe, but like even spiritual death. Yeah. Right. Having that time where like sometimes you just don't even hear what the Holy Spirit's saying to you anymore. Right. Yeah. Because you're walking so far away from who you are in Christ. And I think a question I want to ask you, babe, is like, what is like a characteristic of God that you are holding on to dearer in this season of your life? Like, what is one what is one thing where he's like, I am. Mm. What is one thing that you're holding on to in this season of your life? She's got, I a, th- think, she's got uh, a thinking face on. I've got my on. thinking face on. Yeah. I think I am Jehovah Jireh. Okay, yeah. Provider of all needs. Yeah. And in this season of my life right now, I think that there's a lot of things that I think I need. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I do practically need. Yeah. But all I know is right now I need Jesus. <laughs> I need to Amen. hold on to his faithfulness. Amen. I need to hold on to the fact that he knows all things and will yeah. turn all things to good. Yep. And that is what, that's the promise I'm holding on to. That's really good. I like that. Knowing I, that God is my provider. Yeah. I'm on the, like, I'm literally on the same boat with you. I think like me too right now, like Jehovah Jireh mm-hmm. has been something that I've been holding on to for this. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, since our marriage, like every single day from there is like, in this life that we live in, we know that, you know, there's many things that change once you get married. Like life changes. There's different priorities, different things you got to focus on. Um, and, you know, your single life is no more. You're not you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about your wife. You're thinking about your husband, whatever it might be. And I really had to hold on to that promise of I am Jehovah Jireh. I am the Lord who provides. Yeah. And I am just so grateful that through that not only has he revealed himself to me but i've seen him also show me that i myself am content i'm provided for there's this peace there's this there's this rest and stillness that takes over me now because of this foundation of knowing like no he is jehovah jireh we're taking care of we're good you know what i mean he is provider and i'm like provided yes and then i get to also provide for other people too now and i love that i think that's something that me and uh, mary are learning a lot right now in this season of our life is all the promises of god of like i am a provider i'm a healer i'm a protector we're starting to realize that he has done that for us and now he's also calling us to do that for others yeah you know i mean he's revealing those things to us and blessing us to then be a blessing to other people and not just in a way like oh we have to do this to make it like i think like sometimes i'm not gonna lie like in the past i think like i really had to wrestle with am i doing this because i love god or am i doing this because i don't want to go to hell yeah yeah, yeah. Uh but like i really see myself like my heart postures change so much and like i see this as like I'm doing this with such a joyous heart. Like we don't have much, but we give what we can. Yep. And we do this with a joyous heart. Yep. And it's because we know that we're taken care of. So good. We're going to keep it real with you. We're a 23 and 24 year old married couple. Um, We're at the moment a one salary family. Yeah. And God has been so good to us. Yeah. We thank God every time we can make rent. Yeah, we thank literally. God every time we go to the grocery store. Yeah. It's amazing who he is. Yeah. And we're saying these things. Like we're, we're talking about these things because we want to encourage you guys with that same mindset because we're speaking from a place of peace. Like there Absolute is a, contentment. Yeah, there's a peace and contentment that rests over our hearts and our minds. And, you know, that is the that is literally 
the access we have from God. Yeah. Like he is Jehovah Shalom. He is, you know, the Prince of Peace. Like that's who he is. Yeah. So like we're speaking from that lens because we encourage you, whatever it is, whatever moment that you have to be generous or to make rent or whatever it is, whatever thing that you are wrestling with or struggling with, whatever it is, give thanks to God because there is a peace that will rest on you when you do all those things with a joyful heart and a joyful mind. So it's, it's, it's really good, man. Honestly, I think that's, that's, that's so good. I think like that's been such like a big identity in my heart. Yeah. God is like, yeah, he's just been taking care of us. Like there's no one could say anything to me. Like, I know the only reason why we have heat in our home, we have home cooked meals. Yeah. Um, we're able to have cute dates and all of that fun stuff and still have such a heart and a love for the Lord. Not being like, God, like, where's my portion? Or God, when it's like, when are we going to get another car? Yeah, or yeah, get yeah. a house? Like, it's only because we have full confidence in who our God is. Yeah. Like truly, yeah. Like people, like our friends, sometimes are like, I don't know how you guys are doing it. <laughs> and it's truly like we sit in our time with God, and God reminds us that yeah, He is who He says He is. So true. And it's like that song from Hillsong. I am who you say. Sing it, girl. I am. You crown me in confidence. Yep. yep. And um, it's a really good place to be. Yeah. Like having it's so freeing knowing who your god is it's so free knowing that he knows who you are yeah and, and there's nothing else yeah and i gotta do that's that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have this podcast is to really just be open and vulnerable about how god has been helping us and changing our perspective and changing our perceptions that have led to more peace and more freedom the things that god has given to us and share those things yeah so like please hear our hearts we're not trying to like boast or anything like that we're just trying to like share um, the wisdom and the experiences that we've had with all of you guys so that, yeah. you know, we all can be living in that peace. We that all can freedom. be, yeah, we all could be living in that freedom. So that's just something that I wanted to just talk about right now because I know, like, I don't want anybody thinking that, you know, we're boasting or anything no, like for that. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. But, um, I think like, what are some practical ways for them to grow in their identity right. this week? this weekend into the Christmas holidays. What are some things that we can do? Yes. I am a hundred percent going to recommend we all sit and have a moment, go through the Bible, go on Google, um, just like reflect in our own life and write a list of things God is to you. Yeah. Write his identity, call him by his name. Yeah. And believe that pray over that. Like I did this thing where, I have a list of names I call God and who he is, his identity and his character. Yeah. And I pray to him as that. Yeah. I'll say like Heavenly Father, the Redeemer. Yeah. Or Alpha and Omega. Yeah. Abba. Yeah. Like I call him by his identity and I'm confident in that. In that. But so I would say, good, write a list of who he is. Yeah. I have a long list. Yeah. You <laughs> were doing that last night. I know. I was doing yeah. that literally three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, it just, it brings so much peace to me. Like I write it down and I say it out loud and I just know like, this is my God and it makes me stronger knowing who I am. 
Yeah, no, I think that's a really good practical way of go, going about it. So um, we hope that this really encourages you. Um, and Wait, how about you? I think, no, I think like something for me, like personally is like the more, I'm a very big person on affirmations. Yeah, like I really, I really need to affirm myself. And a lot of it, like I mentioned earlier, is sitting with God in my secret place. And my secret place sometimes looks like my car ride to work. Yeah. Like that's like the one time where I'm like sitting there, no music, no nothing. And it's just me and God. And I'm just listening to hear like what he's speaking over me today. Like what is God speaking over me today? What is God trying to pull out of me? Something that I may have suppressed that he's called me to be that I'm not doing because of circumstances or situations or because of fear or just even just to be honest, being stubborn. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think right now, the season that I'm in, I really need to be reassuring myself of who God is, his promises. And I also got to, yeah, I also got to figure out who I am in him. And I really got to step into that. And one of the words that I'm kind of focusing on for the next year is, is lead. And, mm. you know, for that, um, I've been trying to figure out ways that I can, you know, be a better leader to my wife and be a, be, be a better leader as just a Christian and a follower of Christ. And, you know, as someone that oversees a youth ministry and all these things and leading people to Christ, all these different ways. Right. And it's like, how, how has God led people before? What has he said to them to give them the confidence to step forward. And then what has he said to them as well mm -hmm. before they went out to go and lead? Yeah. All these different things are super important for me. So um, I wanted to just uh, share that a little bit, kind of focus on that's what I'm going to be doing. Affirmations are huge for me. So um, yeah, we really do hope that this encourages you and we hope that this is valuable and, you know, we would love to pray for you. Um, obviously this is a very special time of the year for some people. I know it is a difficult time of the year as well. And we want to pray for y'all. And, um, next time that we'll be here is, is, um, it'll be Christmas. Christmas is long gone. The new year will be coming in yeah. and it'll be exciting times, but, uh, we definitely want to pray for you. So, um, wherever you are right now, if you just want to close your head and uh, close your eyes and bow your head, there you go. And, um, I'll pray for you guys. Um, heavenly father, we thank you. We thank you for um, this day. We thank you, God, for your um, grace and your mercy, God, to enable us to um, have another day here on earth, God. We thank you for the breath of heaven that is filling up our lungs right now, God. We thank yes, you Lord. for your grace, your mercy, your provision, Lord. We thank you for um, just how kind you've been to us. We thank you, God, for your faithfulness. We thank you, God, that we have been provided for. We've been taken care of, God. We wake up. We're able to see. We're able to hear. We're able to... Um, use our bodies, mm -hmm. use our limbs, all these things that sometimes you might take for granted, God, you've given us these things um, as a gift. And we pray right now, Lord, for everybody that's listening to this podcast, that as they're um, spending time with you in their secret place, as they're spending time with you in your word, God, that you would reveal yourself to them in a personal way. You would mm -hmm. reveal who you are to them, God, in the season that they're facing right now, God. You are the ultimate need meter. Everything that we need, God, we can find it in you. And ultimately, God, we pray that as you reveal those things to them, that they would grow in their confidence. They would grow in their faith. They would grow in who you've called them to be, God, whether it's a mighty warrior, whether it's um, uh, whether it's a faithful servant, whatever it might be, God, everything that you have called us to do, every task that you've put before us, all the good works, God, we know that you've given us the, the tools, you've given us the spirit, you've given us the strength, you've given us all these things, God. And along the way, 
throughout the process that you will continue to provide. You will continue to meet the needs that we have, God. And we know that we can um, surrender, surrender all the labels, surrender all the things that we put on ourselves, God, because ultimately what matters is that we are children of the Most High. We are sons and we are daughters of um, Almighty God. Everything else is a bonus. Everything else is um, a gift from you, Lord. And we thank you. We thank you for our salvation. We thank you for the price that you paid on the cross, the finished work that you did, Lord, so that we could live in freedom today. And I pray freedom over everybody. I pray that the peace that surpasses all understanding would rest on every heart and every mind, Lord, as we go about this week, as we go about the Christmas season. May we just continue to dwell on and focus on the ultimate gift that you provided for the world, and that is your son, Jesus Christ. May we have time um, to remember um, your faithfulness, God, so that we can face each and every single day with confidence and assurance to know that we are taken care of. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 This was good. This was good. This is so much fun. And Merry we're super Christmas, excited. everyone. Yeah. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Have a wonderful holiday. We'll see you guys here next week. Next week, next Friday. Love y'all. Love All right. You guys. Peace. Bye. Bye.